We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Exxon Radio Show is heard on radio broadcast affiliates worldwide, including AM 580 CFRA in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, WPUL AM 1590 in Daytona Beach, Florida, KOHI AM 1610 in St. Helens, Oregon, KHRO AM 1150 in El Paso, Texas. And for more information on becoming a professional broadcast affiliate of the Exxon Radio Show, visit www.xzbn.net or call toll-free worldwide 1-800-610-7035. All Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone. A place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. one 800 610 is worldwide toll-free. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, and Exxon TV. My guest this hour is Gary Gillette. He is an award-winning voice actor, director, producer, performer, humorist, and teacher. Now heard in 22 countries. He can be heard in cartoons, movies, video games, audiobooks, amusement parks, as well as vending machines. I guess that's your coffee is ready. And he's, also, he's also a shaman, metaphysicist, teacher, author, and lecturer in the world of esoteric knowledge. And uh, Gary, welcome back to the X-Zone. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Rob. Tell me, uh, for the listeners who may not have been with us the last time you uh, you graced our airwaves with your voice, <laughs> how did you go from being a voice actor and the work that you do in the media, the multimedia, to uh, shaman, metaphysicist, teacher, and author, and lecturer in the world of esoteric knowledge? I never really um, separated the two. I've always been into metaphysics since I've had uh, NDE since I was a little boy. And it's always been a part of my life. In fact, uh, the doing the, the voiceover stuff is a way to kind of bring a message of joy 
and fun into a world of what I consider metaphysics. How do you define a near-death experience or NDE? I would say it's in, in some in, you know you've heard it like a near death. I mean, sure. and you come back, but uh, when you actually go to the other side, it's more like beyond near death. It's like uh, you are dead, and you get to see the other side of the realm of existence, and then you come back. So they say it's near because you did come back, but essentially, you know, you're a near death experience to some people is not getting hit by a car as they walk across the street. Uh, to me, it's actually experiencing the essence of the other side, your spiritual side, and learning about that and then coming back and trying to figure out what you're still doing as a human being. How many times did you die, Gary? Oh, four times. When was the most well, recent? The most recent was 10 years ago as I crossed the street with my fiance in uh, Simi Valley. And uh, we didn't. I didn't. We didn't quite make it across the street. We got hit by a drunk driver. He was going oh about God. fifty miles an hour, and uh, she died immediately. And I died with her. But I got to come back. <laughs> so that was my last time. That was ten years ago this year uh, on Memorial Day. At the time when you both died, what do you remember, if anything? Well, I remember a lot. Um, mostly adventures with her out of the body. Phenomenal, exciting, wonderful stuff together. Um, just a joyousness of being together, really, and uh, playing and becoming different uh, essences of, of being. Uh, at one time, we were uh, living in an ice castle together, <laughs> and uh, our love was so strong we were melting the ice, which I thought was pretty, you know, pretty exciting. And uh, other times where we were just part of each other's lives in animal form and spirit form and just enjoying each other's company extremely to the point where you're just like, why would I ever want to stop this? But one day she just kind of smiled at me and pushed me back. Wow. And that's when I knew that uh, perhaps I wasn't going to stay with her in this particular you know, essence, this particular spiritual faction. Gary, stand by you and I have to take our first break. Gary Gillette's our special guest, Exonation, www.karmicreliefthebook.com. That's karmicreliefthebook.com and metaliving.org. Metaliving.org. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes as the Exon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. 
But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. You're not a dream, you're not an angel, you're a man. I'm not a queen, I'm a woman, take my hand. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. Gary Gillette's our special guest. Two websites, karmicreliefthebook.com and metaliving.org. What was it like for you, Gary, when your girlfriend basically said, it's time for you to go back? It's not your time. Well, she was my fiance, which made it even more powerful. Uh, the music you just played really hit home because that's something she would, <laughs> would sing, you know, something like that. It was... Uh, very uh very spiritual in essence but uh had a had a moment of strong humanity in in her in the case of being with her um it was very very tough because um i'd found what one might call you know your your soulmate mm-hmm. and uh i was helping her explore her spiritual side that uh, she was just really understanding and getting into and we were just coming into each other's lives is extremely, you know, powerful entities to help each other. So when I had to leave her, especially in that form, even though out of the body, it didn't seem like it was anything different than being in the body, essentially, except that everything is so much bigger, so much more vibrant. The colors, the sound is unbelievable. And to have to leave that was <laughs> very, very tough, especially knowing that I was coming into a body that was very much broken up. And, uh, you know, and I'd probably have to learn to walk again, which, uh, which was the case. How long were you on the other side? With her on my last one or like, yeah, with her, I think it was just a few minutes in human time or they didn't give me an exact time. I remember sometimes they told me how much it was, you know, but in this case, they didn't really tell me a time other than to me, it seemed like weeks, and I know I was in ICU for five weeks, so I was probably in and out quite a bit. The other three times when you died, were they the same? Was it, you know, I, I've heard so many stories from people who have had near-death experiences where they go through the life review and then they go to, at the end of the tunnel and there's a deity that basically turns them around and says, no, it's not your time yet, or a loved one. Did this happen to you in the other three ex- experiences that you had as well? Well, when I was <clears throat> first born, I had died of what they would call a um, sudden infant death syndrome, or SIDS, yeah. I guess they call it now. Um, 
so then I was told that the reason I was coming back in a, into human form, and these are by many entities around me, many lovely, uh, what you call guardian angels, etc., telling me that my brother had died and um, um, eight years before I was born, and that uh, they'd already taken him and he'd already gone back to you know his home, the home, wherever you want to call it, the different uh, spiritual um, essence. So they said that uh, basically you're going back because they've had two daughters since you and they really, really wanted a son and we cannot take another son from this family, from this, this couple, because that's really all they prayed for. That's what they wanted. So you're going back. And I thought, well, okay, if I have to, but really I kind of like being here again. And they said, well, you have a lot to learn, a lot to teach and you're going to have a very busy life. So that was <laughs> the essence of, of the first time uh, when I was eight years old, uh, the second time came, and that's when I was in a very unusual accident where a lawnmower picked up a bolt used to attach transformers onto these poles, these electric poles. And it was shot from a lawnmower into my neck, Ooh. and I died uh, for six minutes. I watched him operate on me. If you go to my website, you can see a picture of me on the operating table with a bolt sticking out of my neck. Don't worry, it's not gruesome. It's just one of those things where you go, wow. And this is what I witnessed from the ceiling essentially as they operated on me and i remember thinking it's too bad because he was such a nice boy and oh, wait a minute that's my favorite shirt <laughs> and then it dawned on me that i probably won't be needing that shirt where i'm going <laughs> and that was they say six minutes uh but uh at that point i was told that uh I, I, I was still not sticking around. I could hit the gift store on the way out. I had a lot of stuff to do on earth, so enjoy my time here. But I was going back. And, and I said, you know, in my impudence as an eight-year-old, I remember saying, well, so when can I come home? <laughs> and they, they basically alluded that uh, once your mother has passed, the doors will be open for you. And uh, that, was, uh, that, was, that was the answer I got. And... Uh, I pretty much lived my life for a long, long time until the third one, which was with my fiance. And I had told her, listen, uh, they told me this when I was eight years old. And she said, well, I almost wish I hadn't told me that. And I said, well, it's not like I'm going to step in front of a truck or something. <laughs> Can you imagine that's the way I phrased it? And wow. that's exactly what happened on the third one. What about so, the fourth one? The fourth one was when I flatlined when they were operating on me trying to get my body back together. Have you ever asked those that you see or communicate with on the other side why you four times? Um, it's not something I think of as terms of numbers. I keep kind of asking why I am being sent back again. <laughs> uh, not not in a way that, oh my God, why are you doing this to me? But more like, what is my mission? What have I not accomplished yet? And I'm still looking for that on a daily basis. I'm looking now to completely liquefy all my belongings and move to someplace where I can, you know, live, where I can just grow my own vegetables and live mm -hmm. in a peaceful environment where I don't have to think about ridiculous things. You know, I'm looking for a place where I can, you know, maybe in Maui or even, even you know, somewhere in Topanga Hills because I'm not too far from there. But I'm thinking someplace where I could just be who I am, teach metaphysics to those who want to learn it, uh, live on the land like I'm supposed to do, like I've done many times in past lives. And not think about, oh, my gosh, you know, I just can't make sense of my life. I'm still trying to kind of find that on a daily basis. Did that answer your question? Because I don't know how far off I went on that one. Well, you, you answered it in all honesty. So, yes, it did answer my question. 
<laughs> okay. Um, you know, the, 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 the answers I get when I go inside to meditate mm-hmm. are basically the answers I get when I leave the body after I've so-called died. Uh, the essence of here, here's what we want you to do. Here's what you, what you can do. Here's what your, I don't know, your, your clarity of purpose is on earth and, and find that keep looking, keep looking. Everything you do is leading to that uh, answer. (laughs) So they don't really go, okay, you're going to do this and you're going to do this. And then this happens and this happens. They say, you know, with total volition, you are free to make these decisions and each decision will change in essence, how you come to your truth. Why is why do they keep it a mystery? Why can't we just be told? That is probably the million dollar question. I would like I think I'll put a chapter devoted to you in that question. Well thank you. In my book. Since I'm still writing a lot of it, even though I've I've done some pre sales on it and I have a lot of uh things to offer people who yeah. want to know more now, like I I have uh, uh PDFs on lucid dreaming and stuff like that. But the question I, I think is best answered by they and I, I'm saying the entities look at us as energy forms who are still learning. <clears throat> and if they give us too much information Perhaps we'll change the way we find our own path. And and I think that if we look inside, we do find their answers. And we do find the truth to who we think we are, who we, who we can be. Who are they? Who are these entities? Well, in my case, they were my brother, uh, people who had passed on before I was born and, mm-hmm. and as I was alive. Right. Uh, my grandparents now are one of them who had visited me when he died. Uh, my mom, my father now, although at the time, again, it depends on when you look at the so-called timeline of death. Uh, there is no time-space continuum out of the body, so you can visit and ask questions of anyone, anything, and they will do their best to answer you. So I don't think it's necessarily, I mean, you have guardian angels and you have many, many things. Like when I heard that song, when we came back in from the, from the commercial time, I felt Laura's energy around me very powerful. That's my, uh, that's my fiance. And I know she's right here with me cause I can hear her laughing. <laughs> so <laughs> stop it. So eventually, uh, essentially we are, you know, constantly in, in contact with these. We don't have to go outside. We don't have to find this extrinsically. Uh, Jesus Christ said, you know, the answer, the truth to, to who we are is found within. And I think most Buddha, Confucius, uh, Muhammad, they all said the same thing, that we aren't separate from that which we think uh, is a part of us that we can't see. So why don't we accept the world that you just described with the different masters and the connection between the great beyond as reality? And why do we always... Or why does society put it in a negative context and basically say it doesn't exist? It's all imaginary. It's poo-poo. <laughs> wow, that's a heck of a phrasing. It's poo-poo. I mean, that's that was, is that what you that, said, poo-poo. Yeah, that was that was for you because you see, I, I know that you do vending machines and amusement machines. So and plus, I, I can't I can't use what I was thinking on air. Oh yeah, so I know what you're thinking, and we could change it to many other languages, but I shall refrain from doing that at the moment. Uh, no, but essentially, uh, that is a control factor. It is saying that if you don't do what we say you're supposed to do, as we say it, then you're going to a, a place that is, is either bloody awful or you'll never understand. Okay, 
Mm-hmm. And if they or if we were to find out the truth of who we actually are as spiritual beings, these entities, these amazing entities of phenomenal power, which, uh, you know, let's face it, the Illuminati and many others had through, throughout history have said, here's the answer. If we found that out, we would be so empowered that we wouldn't take the BS, the poo-poo that we get from our governments. We wouldn't take the nonsense that we get from uh, people or government or institutions, any institution, that says you are wrong and we are right because we say we are. We have to look at that as a point of view as we know this. Mm -hmm. We can remember this. But we're told lies, and we have to find our way around this. We have to find our way to our own truth. Stand by. You and I have to take our, fi- our break with the news at the bottom of the hour. Gary Gillette's our special guest, Exxon Nation. Two websites, karmicreliefthebook.com and Metal, metal, metal Living. <laughs> Jeez. I was going to say Metal Living. Metal, <laughs> metalliving.org. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Yes, we're different, worlds apart, we're not the same. We laughed and played at the start. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. A combo meal, single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news! For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www dot exxon radio tv dot com i believe it's meant to Gary Gillette's our special guest this hour, Exonation, www.karmicreliefthebook.com and metaliving.org. Gary, what do you want to teach the world? 
Well, basically that uh, we have the ability to empower ourselves and others through our spirituality, through that we can, uh, we can look at ourselves as humans in, you know, with a spiritual form, and we can look at ourselves as spirits in a human form. And by doing, I believe, the latter, we can really find out what we can do to make Earth the best place uh, that, that we can make it you know, for humans until we pass to the next uh, you know, facet of ourselves. What do our dreams tell us, and where does dreaming fit into the rea- into the entire scheme between what we call this world of reality and the world of spirituality? I think they're a link. I think they're a, a bridge to uh, the, the spiritual cells. I know that I like to program lucid dreams, and I like to uh, have a lot of fun in them. Like last night, I remember going to a twin universe of, of earth <laughs> and there were twins literally twins and i really enjoyed that i enjoyed being in that wherever the heck that was <laughs> and uh i didn't i didn't ask for that but that's where i went so i had a good time with it and uh i, I really think that we can uh, ask our dreams questions and 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 that part of us that higher essence of ourselves will help us find the answers will help us look around and say oh well here's something you may not have considered here's here's i mean don't forget einstein many many wonderful uh people of science and metaphysics uh use dreams to to answer questions to find out more information about their higher selves what do you use dreams for Essentially that. Um, I Sometimes I just dream because it feels good because I'm sleeping and that's where I go. Other times it's uh, I do like to say, oh, wow, you know what would be a really good thing to, to try to understand would be maybe my next steps, maybe more of a clarity of purpose, maybe maybe talking to the other entities on the other side and, and find out maybe what I can do to increase my quality of life, not from possessions, but from knowledge and love how can we use the other side to better ourselves on this side well i guess just by by realizing that we do have that as a library um akashic records if you will a place where we can say you know this is this is a a storehouse of Mm -hmm. information that we can access. And we can do that through meditation as well. I believe the two aren't uh, mutually exclusive. I think the two have a lot in common because we are looking inside for answers and we are looking uh, to find maybe other entities or spirits to help us find these answers. How would one go about learning how to do lucid dreaming, Gary? Well, I'll send a PDF to anybody who wants to... uh, go uh you know anybody listening now mm-hmm. i'd be happy to if you go to my website i'll be happy to send you a pdf on that but the basic outline is that uh you decide that you are going to in a lucid dream things change very quickly as in any dream right but in a lucid dream you realize it so here's the key the key is to pick up something with writing on it anything uh, a newspaper, I've done that, coins, anything that has writing on it. Look at it and then put it down and then look at it again. It will be it'll be different. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be it'll be different. And when you realize that you go, wait a minute. In my so-called real life, I look at something and I put it down, I look at it again, and it's pretty much the same. It is exactly the same. So it'll be different every time you do that. And then you say, wait a minute, okay, now I know. 
Yeah, I'm in a lucid dream. See, when when and I that's, that's, when I dream when I dream, I, I look for signs or words that I can't read. For example, the front page of a newspaper it makes no sense to me, and then I look at a street sign it makes no sense to me, and or or a or a, a sign on a store. Then I know I'm lucid dreaming, and that's when the fun begins. Uh, on n'est pas pas français. Ben oui, je parle français. Aucun problème là. There you go. Sure. If you do that, then you can... No, I'm kidding, of course, because, of course, you speak French, and that's probably not the language you're having trouble with. Um, for me, I've studied many languages over the years, probably about 12 languages. So I, if I find something that is totally hard to hard to read, I think that's probably a good key as well. So that's probably a good key for you is to look at it and say, wait a minute, I can't read this. But do you become more curious about it to find out what it's trying to tell you, or do you seek to translate it to a language you do understand? I just realized that I just realized that I'm in a dream and now whatever I want to do, I can. Now see, I thought I was talking to you for real. So this is a dream. I kind of suspected that because I was looking at my email and it changed, but I think I just opened the other email. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> no, no, of course. Uh, no, I, I, I think that uh, once you do realize it's a dream, then what I do, and I'm, I'm a crazy person, I head for the nearest highest point and leap off and see if I can fly. Mm. And if I can't, then I know it wasn't a dream and I'm dead. And then, big deal. <laughs> I'm yes, coming well, back anyway. Well, but what happens? <laughs> no, but, but what I happens? try to find that empowerment. What mm -hmm. happens if you don't the next time? The next if time I you don't, don't come back. If I don't what? If you don't come back. Then I'll have done my business. I mean, you, you have this on recording. People can go to the archives and say, that's one more schmuck that did what he could while he was here. And now he's gone, and uh, maybe I'll see him in a dream, or maybe he'll contact me another way. Who knows? But I've made a small imprint on the soul of humanity. What do you think that imprint is? Uh, love. Sharing love. And everybody does that. I mean, we mm -hmm. do it in many different ways. Sometimes we get confused, and it comes out as a negative, what we think of as a negative connotation. But uh, we look at love, and if we think of it as something we can share without ever having to worry about getting some back, then we're always going to have some more than, more than enough to give. But if we think of it as something that if we give it away, we're either not going to get it back unconditionally, which is a very strange kind of concept, mm -hmm. or we're not going to get it back enough to fill what we believe to be our souls. Does that make sense to you? Because when we when we give it away freely, and I can give it away to a stranger on the street, sure. I don't feel that I need to have it back in the same form for me to feel okay about giving it away. It's 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 something that you could never run out of. If you choose, if you love yourself, you could love others a hundred percent. If you don't love yourself, then you're you're going to have to find a way to do so. And from that point of view, at least in my opinion, from that point of view, if you love yourself, then everything is okay because you live in a world of love and you don't live in a world of fear or hate or lack or, 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 or something where people say, oh my God, this is never going to happen. This is never going to make sense to me. It will make sense because you choose to have it make sense. Plus, if you can't love yourself, no one else can. I believe that to be true yeah. because if you don't, love yourself other people look at you and say wow i love them but if they can't love themselves i don't really feel that my love is getting through you know that's that's the weirdest thing in my opinion that that anything can even be imagined is that your ego 
you can you put that aside because the ego is trying to define who you are as a human being. But if you can define yourself as a being of pure energy and pure love, then the ego doesn't have to get in the way. The ego doesn't need to say, oh, wait a minute, I'm not getting love from this person. I'm not getting love from this. You look at the animals and they say, I love you unconditionally. It's nice That's that right. you feed me, but I can love you unconditionally. And why can't humans realize that this is possible for humans as well? Well, I guess, they, like you were saying, the ego kicks in. Absolutely. The ego defines who we are. We look in the mirror and we say, okay, I am mm, around 50 years old. I have lost my hair. I am pretty good shape because I play tennis. I uh, get some sleep and I'm healthy and I eat healthy foods. But wait a minute. This is just the outer. This is how I keep the physicality. This is how I keep the physical part of me alive. But there's so much more that I can't even begin to share in, in, mm -hmm. in any language because everyone sees this in themselves. They say, who am I? Who am I really? What am I doing here? And the ego says, oh, yeah. Well, <clears throat> um, let me see. You're an actor and um, <clears throat> your father and um, you, you do this and you do this and, oh, and you want a car. No, that's insane. But the ego says, well, that's all I can give you. When, when you give a child a toy, he associates that toy with who he is. Try taking that toy away and see what happens. The ego says, oh, no, no, that's me. That, that, that part, that ball is now a part of who I am. I look at that ball and I see the stars and I see the little stripes on it. And I see all these pretty colors. And I see these multi, it's, that's who I am. That's me. I, if I can't identify with this, who am I? So we go throughout our, our entire life surrounding ourselves with these 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 things, these objects who try to define who we are. As I look around this room, I know that these objects mean nothing, but yet they tell me, oh, yes, you do this, and this is because of this. You have this award from this, and you have this from here. And this defines who you thought you were, and this colors you, and this looks good on you, and you do this. And when you do this, people say, oh, that looks so good on you. But that's insanity. That's, that's absolutely my definition of insanity is looking around the world and trying to use it to define who you are. And I think everybody, everybody goes through this. How did you become a shaman? I think I have little choice in the matter in that I knew that spirituality went way beyond any kind of religion to me. So I explored all religions as much as I possibly could. And uh, I guess the idea of Taoism made the most sense to me because my path is, is constant. My path is who I am, but only as far as the path itself. If I'm looking for a destination, then the path is meaningless. The path is the destination. And once I realized that, I said, you know, I believe that we can become more. And that's when I decided that I was going to explore this avenue of who I was. Exonation, Gary Gillette's our special guest this hour, www.karmicreliefthebook.com and metaliving.org. How can you laugh at the idea of dying? Is it because you know that life is worse than death? It, it, does that make sense? Hold on one second. <laughs> I was trying to restrain that until you finish your sentence uh, or your question. Yeah, absolutely. You have to because not because it is uh, makes more sense. Is it because it is who we are mm -hmm. when we die? We are who we truly are instead of, again, this, this, this facet, this, this illusion, this Maya of, of being on this planet and, and trying to make sense of it. 
So I have to laugh because this is absurd. Our our definition of of being alive is rather absurd in that we honestly don't think that anybody else is like us. We honestly look around and say, you know, we have to use divisiveness because that person is black or that person is short or that person is fat or that person is handicapped. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That is just insane. If you can look at somebody and say, that's the reason I want, I'm different from you, then you are just, I don't know, you're in a forest of trees, but you don't see that you are a tree. You're looking outside of the forest to say, who am I? Instead of saying, I am everything. Uh, my favorite thing in metaphysics is the essence or the idea of, 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 of entanglement, which is to say we are a part of everything that we can see or hear or imagine or taste or, or anything. We are a part of that. So to separate ourselves from that is absolute insanity. And that is being a human. So, yeah, dying is pretty good. <laughs> but then we move on to another state, many other states, actually, from what I understand. And then we also become more of who we truly are instead of who we think we are. Having been dead four times and come back four times, um, do you find yourself taking risks with your life or are you more careful? Do you value life more now? I think the joie de vivre is very powerful. And there's no reason to think that uh, life is anything more than precious as a gift and a learning tool. It's a learn a way to learn and a way to empower yourself and, and the universe because you're finding questions, you're finding answers to questions that are really part of the cosmos. So I don't, I don't go out of my way to do things that I think will endanger my life. I have done the highest bungee in the world, or one of them in New Zealand. I have swum with sharks. I have uh, done many things that I think are part of the joy of life. I don't think that, you know, I mean, I ride motorcycle occasionally. I don't think that it's something where I, it's like a death kind of thing where I say, oh my God, if, if, if I take more risks, I'm going to get there sooner. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a person who says I can't cross the street anymore because I was once hit by a truck as I crossed the street. I'm not a person to say, oh, this this will never work because I, I can't, you know, I don't know what the outcome will be. So, no, I think I take more risks because I'm not afraid to be alive. So you don't consider yourself to be immortal? Well, yeah, just not as a human. <laughs> All right, stand by, Gary. You and I have to take our final break. Gary Gillette's our guest this hour. Here's a couple of websites, explanation, www.karmicreliefthebook.com. Dot com. That's www.karmicreliefthebook.com and www.metaliving.org. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues with my special guest, Gary Gillette, from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and of course, the good people at Star Cable and Exxon TV. By the way, once again, I'd like to say hello to our newest affiliate, KKRP Rainbow 95 in Oklahoma.
Gary Gillette's our guest this hour. Once again, Exxon Nation, here's a couple of websites for Gary. www.karmicreliefthebook.com That's karmicreliefthebook.com Metalliving.org Gary, to, to you, what is the meaning of life? To live, <clears throat> I guess. Just to be alive uh, and uh, explore the essence of humanity. I mean, it's, as far as life in this form, I believe that if we look at everything as a learning experience, everything as an unfolding, then uh, the meaning is is self-evident. Yeah. What's next for Gary Gillette? I think the next thing for me is to find, like I think I alluded to in the beginning, a nice little place where I can grow my own vegetables and maybe have people come by and I can teach them metaphysics. If anybody's out there who wants me to be a living Guru. <laughs> metaphysicist, and uh, I'm also a massage therapist, I will be more than happy to uh, consider <clears throat> that arrangement because I just need something simple. I don't, I don't need complication, and my life has been full of complications. I'm not looking for maybe a place either in Topanga or Maui or someplace where it's beautiful and has a positive energy that I can be who I really am instead of who I, you know, instead of just, just, just being, you know, I mean, I think it's just time for a change and I like shaking things up. I don't mind just moving on and, and being something completely different. Here, here's a question for you. How does somebody know that where they're living has a lot of negative energy and not positive energy? A lot of times as spiritual entities, as, as psychic beings, which we are, um, we can feel that, and we when we don't we we don't respond well mm-hmm. to it, or we feel sick, or we just just are getting what they call energy vampires around us that are trying to pull in our energy for them because they don't have a powerful energy uh, response for themselves. They don't don't know how to get to that. So I, I would say a lot of times it's just the feeling you get, and we all we're very aware. We don't. Sometimes we'll deny this or we won't realize it, but we're very aware of what we're supposed to be doing. And, and a lot of times we'll even sabotage things to create a life that we think that we're actually supposed to be living. So it sounds like at times we can be our <clears throat> own worst enemies. I believe that to be true in that we don't know our path mm-hmm. most of the time. So we're looking at... Uh, a way to get there, and sometimes the way we get there is very, you know, circumnavigational sure. compared to <laughs> perhaps the way we thought we were going to get there. You know? Hey, hey, Gary, we've run out of time for tonight, but I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your stories with us. And I, I, I'd also like to uh, give you uh, congratulations for your new book that's available for pre-orders, uh, the Spiritual Guidebook. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's always fun to be on your show. I look forward to uh, doing this again sometime. If I might spell the, the website real Please quickly. Please do. Go ahead. It's K-A-R-M-I-C-T-H-E-B-O-O-K.com and metaliving.org, which is M-E-T-A-L-I-V-I-N-G dot O-R-G. So that'll give you an idea, maybe, you know, to, to link Gary, in. Gary, we've got to say so long, buddy. Stuff. We'll make sure that people do get your links. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break at six and a half minutes past with the news. Don't go away. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. 
This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.